Alright, so a few hours ago I just released um, the first podcast for a while. Then I realized the main reason why I wanted to do that podcast... Yeah. I forgot to do it. So, we are just going to redo this entire podcast. We're going to go from start to finish. Today's episode, or today's second episode... Is called the since the MLB trade deadline is coming up extremely soon, and I am very excited for it. Today, I will be going through each team's current roster, and I'm gonna pick out the best player they got from a trade, who's either impact them currently or who's impact them for the long run. So we are going to start off with Chris Davis. Chris Davis originally played for the Texas Rangers. And then he was traded from the Rangers to the Orioles with Tommy Hunter for Koji Uehara. He's played 10 years with the Baltimore Orioles, and he has amassed a total of 253 home runs with a 230 RBI. He has 656 R- sorry, 656 RBIs, a batting average of 230, and OPS, OPS at 319. No, 780, 780. I'm just reading all these stats long. His slugging percentage is 471. 61, sorry. Jesus Christmas, this is a horrible episode. But he's been a dominant player for the Orioles for a few years now. Recently, he's kind of slowed down, but, you know, what do you expect? You know, not everything lasts forever. He is getting on his older side. He is 34 years old, and, you know, not everything lasts forever, so... Let's move on to the next team, which is the Boston Red Sox. Their best player that they got in a trade is Chris Sale. He was traded to the Red Sox from the White Sox for Yoan Moncada, Michael Kopik, Luis Alexander Basbe, I think, and Victor Diaz. And Chris Sale with the Boston Red Sox. He has a record of 35 and 23. His ERA is 3.08. He has started 84 games. 519 innings pitch, he's given up only 59 home runs, and he has a total of 763 strikeouts, which is almost close to his White Sox career strikeout total. He's been an all-star two times with the Red Sox, finished in Cy Young voting in second place in 2017, fourth place in 2018, and he was ninth in MVP voting back in 2017. And he was also a very good piece for the team's World Series run back in 2018. So Chris Sale has helped the Boston Red Sox a lot. So overall, that was a very good trade for the um, Red Sox. But will it be good for them in the long run? Because currently, Yoan Moncada is freaking dominating for the White Sox. But now, let's move on to the Yankees. Their player is Glaber Torres. He was traded from the club from the Cubs with Adam Warren, Billy McKinney, and Rashad Crawford to the Yankees for relief pitcher Araldis Chapman. He has spent his entire career with the Yankees, got traded in the minors, and he has a batting average of 269. He has 63 home runs, 169 RBIs, on base percentage at 829, and his slugging percentage is 496. In 283 games. So overall, he is an incredible player. Been an all-star twice. Finished third in Rookie of the Year voting. 17th in MVP voting in the recent year. And, you know, he's starting off the year a little bit slow with a batting average of 151. But I guarantee you he'll get into better position once... um, Because, you know, we're seeing this with a lot of players. Because they haven't had enough time to, you know, like, work out. Get their swing and touch because... 
of obvious reasons, we're going through a pandemic right now. Now let's go on to the Tampa Bay Rays with Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows was traded to the Rays along with Tyler Glasnow from the Pirates for Chris Archer. This was a steal for the Rays, let's be real. In With the Tampa Bay Rays, Austin Meadows has batted 286. He has 96 RBIs, 34 home runs, in only 156 games played. And this is in about... He played 10 games in his first year with the Rays. His first full season in 2019, he was an all-star and finished 14th in MVP voting. And right now he has eight games under his belt with a batting average of 241 and zero home runs. So, Austin Meadows, I'm calling it right now. He will be an MVP winner one day. I, I promise you that. Next up, we have Ken Giles of the Toronto Blue Jays. He was traded to the Blue Jays with Hector Perez and David Paulino for Robert Roberto Ozuna. Yeah, there wasn't that much players who've been traded to the Blue Jays. But in his career with the Blue Jays, remember, he is a reliever. He is 2-4. and four. He has an ERA of 2.66, so pretty well. Pretty good. Not well. Pretty good. He has 38 career saves and 74 innings pitch, so once again, really good. And walks are at 25, and he has 108 strikeouts. So... I don't know about you, but I think that was a pretty decent trade for the Toronto Blue Jays, if I do say so myself. You know, Ken Giles showed a lot of talent back when he was with the um, the Astros. I th- he was a part of their World Series team. Big piece about it, although they are cheaters. <laughs> I absolutely despise them. So, yeah. Next up, we've got the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox... This was kind of a hard decision, but I decided on Eloy Jimenez. Him, Dylan Cease, Matt Rose, and Bryant Fleet. This was a steal, by the way. Were traded to the White Sox for Jose Quintana from the Cubs. Cubs fans, I am so sorry. This is a steal for the White Sox. So far, in one full season, and we're in 16 games with the Chicago White Sox in this shortened season. He's batting 263 with 35 home runs, 91 RBIs with an on base percentage of 817 and slugging percentage of 508. What can you say? He's going to be a star of the league for an extremely long time, and I'm quite frankly very excited to see what he turns out to because this White Sox team is going to be good in a few years. You know, you got. Who Luis Roberts, and then you got this dude for your core damn. Like, you can't beat that. Like, come on, dude. That's insane. You can't beat it. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Next up, we've got the Cleveland Indians baseball pitcher, Cookie Carlos Carrasco. He's been through so much in his career, and there were a few options. There was Mike Clevenger and Fran Mel Reyes, but I decided on him. He was traded... With Jason Donald, Lou Marson, and Jason Knapp from the Phillies to the Indians for Cliff Lee and Ben Francisco. He spent his entire 11-year career with the Indians, and he has a record of 87-70. and 70. His ERA is 3.80. He's played in 233 games with 1,192.1 innings pitched, but walks at 300, and he has 1,246 strikeouts. Cookie is an incredible talent um you know he's gone through so much he went through leukemia 
which, you know, not everyone goes through, and the fact that he survived it and is still, and is back to playing, like, I thought he would be retired, but nope. He's fighting through it like a legend, and legends deserved, deserve their attention, and I'm giving him his attention. Next up, we got the Detroit Tigers, and the Detroit Tigers' best player they got in the trade has affected them really a lot is Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera and Dontrell Willis was traded from the Marlins to the Tigers for Andrew Miller, Talis Trahern, Eligio De La Cruz, and Burke Badenhop, as well as Cameron Maven and Mike Ribello. What a trade for the Tigers, because quite frankly, if you look at these stats, in 13 years with the Tigers, his batting average with them is 314. He has a total of 1,179 RBI, 343 home runs. Slugging percentage is at 542, and his on-base percentage is at 936. He has so much accolades, all-star for a lot of years, MVP twice, silver slugger a lot. He's, he's an incredible talent, and... What can you say? Marlins lost out. He was also a very critical part of their 2012 World Series run team. For the Kansas City Royals, we've got Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler was traded from the Chicago Cubs to the Kansas City Royals for Wade Davis. What an absolute steal. Because Jorge Soler, in his four years with the Royals, has been pretty good. His batting average is 254. Well, it isn't that bad, but when you look at the home runs, 64 career home runs, and 48 of them came from 2019. He has a career total with the Royals of 161 RBIs. His slugging percentage with the Royals is 512, and his on-base percentage is 857. You know, I was kind of shook when um, the Royal Cubs traded him. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that was stupid. That was an honestly... A stupid decision because he's one of the biggest power bats in the entire league right now. And Wade Davis, he's now just sucking with the Rockies. He used to suck with the Cubs. Now he's sucking with the Rockies. It's just... Sometimes you realize that teams make dumb decisions, but they really knew that they needed that pitching, so what? whatever. The next team that we're talking about is the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota tri Twins traded Jake Oder traded Hermaine Palacios to the Twins for Jake Odorizzi. By the way, Jermaine, yeah, I don't think he's in the league yet. Never even heard of him until right now. Yeah, what an absolute steal, shall I say. In his three years with the Minnesota Twins, his record is 22-17. and 17. His ERA is 4.03. A little bit high, but he, he has time to lower that. His, he's only allowed 125 rocks and has 342 strikeouts. He was an all-star in 2019 also, so he's got some nice stuff. He's an excellent pitch, pitcher, and I think that he's going to be an important part for the Twins' World Series run this year. I mean, he was an important part for their World Series run last year. Why wouldn't he be an important part of the World Series run this year, you know? Just an excellent pitcher. I don't know why the Raids would trade him for what they got back. They could have. I think they could have gotten at least a little more back. The fact of the matter is they did not get that much in return for this excellent pitcher. So next up, we've got the Houston Astros. 
Yeah, this team again. He was traded from the Detroit Tigers for Franklin Perez, Jake Rogers, and Daz Cameron. So, Justin Verlander was an important part for the Astros. He helped them win their World Series. He helped them. He won Cy Young with them. He got second in Cy Young with them. He's been an All-Star twice with them. And he also helped win the World Series with them. In his career with the Astros, his record is 43-15. and 15. His earned run average is 2.45. He's only allowed 85 walks and 640 strikeouts. You know, you just got to tip your cap because everyone thought that he was washed up. But no, he sure as hell wasn't. He's definitely still one of the top pitchers in the league. Unfortunately, everyone's saying that he's out for the season, but he doesn't say he's out for the season. I mean, who knows? The only person who really knows he's out for the season is his physical trainer or his doctor or whatever. All right, so the next trade is a good trade for the... Angels. It's just for the Angels. My grandma said that this was a horrible trade when it happens. And I knew it wasn't. We got into an argument about him. And, you know. <laughs> it was a fun argument. And I'm like, watch who's gonna do better. But, Andrelaton Simmons was traded with Jose Brancino to the Angels for Eric Ibar, Sean Newcomb, and Chris Ellis. Yes, Sean Newcomb is a good pitcher. But my grandpa was like, Eric Ibar, man. And I'm like, no. I love you, but no. Um, in five years with the Los Angeles Angels of An- Anaheim, his batting average is two seventy nine. He has a total of 229 RBIs, 36 home runs. His slugging percentage is at 395, and his on-base percentage is at 721. He was eighth place in MVP back in 2017, 15 back in 2018. He won a gold glove in both 17 and 18, but no accolades for 2019, but still. Excellent player. He almost made the All-Star team. He was in that little vote thing that they don't do anymore. But, um, yeah. Angelaton Simmons. Alright, the next team is the Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics' best player they got in a trade was Chris Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Jesus. He, along with Chris Frassett, Ranger Ravello, and Josh Flagley, was traded to the Athletics for Jeff Samarja and Michael Yanoa. We all know who won that trade. The Oakland Athletics. Because in his six years with the Oakland Athletics, he is batting a nice 257 batting average, 326 RBIs, 101 home runs. His on base percentage is at 324, and his slugging is at 430. He's not really a hitter, but he did finish third in the MVP voting last year. And genuinely, that's pretty good if you come to think about it, which is why I think that he's the best player that the um, A's have from a trade, and genuinely, he, he's got chance to be a little something, you know, he is 29, he, usually, that's when you're supposed to hit your prime, and I think that he has hit his prime, I think that his prime just wasn't as good, I mean, people were, I didn't even expect him, and I kind of am into baseball to be an MVP type candidate, but he did it, look at that. All right, for the Seattle Mariners, we've got Mitch Haniger. Mitch Haniger was traded from the Diamondbacks, as long as uh, Gene Sakura and Zach Curtis, to the Mariners for Taiwan Walker and Cattell Marte. Two good sides of the trade. One got Haniger and one got Cattell Marte. In his three years with the Seattle Mariners, he's batting 271. He has a total of 172 RBIs and 57 home runs. On-base percentage is at 
838, and his slugging is at 486. He was an All-Star in 2018, and he finished 11th in MVP voting, voting back in 2018. And he's still pretty young. He is, what, 20? Oh, really? He's 20. That... You know, sometimes some people make it to, into the league before others, and they're the same age, you know. It happens a lot in Major League Baseball. It's a lot more common, but I think Mitch Hanegerg has a lot of room to grow. There was him and Dan Vogel back when I decided him. Next up, we got the Texas Rangers. This guy isn't as good right now, but he's a big part of the team in general. Elvis Andrews. He, along with... Jared Saltillo-Makia, Matt Harrison, Neftali Feliz, and Bo Jones were traded from the Braves to the Rangers for Mark Teixeira and Ron Mayhay. We all know how this turns out. Elvis Andrews becomes a star for the Rangers. In 12 years with the Rangers, he is batting 274 with 632 RBIs, 73 home runs, not really known as a home run hitter. His slugging is at 371. His on-base percentage is at 330. And he was second in Rookie of the Year voting, and he's been an All-Star twice. So overall, he's still a pretty good player. He is slowing down, unfortunately, because, you know, he age 31 years old. You know, he's been playing in the league for a long time. Age doesn't really matter. It's all about, you know, how long have you been in the league. And he's been in the league for a very long time. Next up, we're into the National League. We got the Braves. The Braves is Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson, this trade was a steal, was traded for the Diamondbacks to the Braves for Ender Enciarte, no, with Ender Enciarte and Aaron Blair, for Shelby Miller. I say that's a steal. Absolute steal. He hasn't been incredible yet, but he'll get there. Batting 246, he has 206 RBIs, 42 home runs, his on-base percentage is at 317, and his slugging percentage is at 386. By the way, I'm probably getting the OPS and the on-base plus slugging percentage is mixed up a lot, so just, just a warning. And he spent five years with the Braves. So next up on this list, we have got... This one was kind of tough, because the Marlins have gotten a lot of good pieces via the trade, as, you know, they kind of traded every single person on their team, including um, one person that's on this list. So for the Marlins, I picked Sandy Alcantara. He, with Magnura, Sierra, and Zach Allen, and Daniel Castano, was traded to the Marlins for Marcel Ozuna. So... He was a pretty good get-back for that trade, because Ozuna's not even with the Cardinals anymore. In three years with the Miami Marlins, his record isn't that good, but just remember, he's on the Marlins. He's 9-17, his ERA is 3.74, C, like that. He's only given up 27 home runs in his career with the Marlins, and he has thrown 238 innings, and he has a total of 188 strikeouts. Overall, he's a pretty good pitcher. He was an all-star last year as well, back in the great old 2019 year, which I wish I could go back to, because genuinely, I miss that year. I I really miss that year, because, you know, being locked up in this coronavirus stuff, it's, it's horrible, you know, but what can you say? You can't change what's happening right now. 
it's impossible to stop. So next up, we have got, for the New York Mets, Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard was traded from the Toronto Blue Jays with Travis Darno, John Buck, and Wilmore Bacara to the Mets for R.A. Dickey, Josh Toll, and Mike Nikias. You know how this story goes. In five years with the New York Mets, Noah Syndergaard has spent a record of 47-30. and 30. His ERA is 3.31. He has given up 63 home runs, 166 base on balls. He has only thrown 716 innings. And he has 775 strikeouts. He was fourth in Rookie of the Year voting back in his rookie year. He was an All-Star in 2016, eighth in Cy Young back in 2016, and also 19th in MVP. And hasn't really been that ever since, but he's still an incredible pitcher. Has not had any pitching appearances in 2020 so far, but we'll see if he does get a um, pitching percent appearance. What the? Whatever, dude. This is like... You know, when you do a podcast that's this long, I don't even know how long it is. We have a few segments in. But the fact of the matter is, this is long. This is a stressful thing to do. I don't know how big podcasters like Colin Coward or Joe Rogan do this stuff, but they do it. Next up, we've got JT Real Muto for the Philadelphia Phillies. He was traded to the Phillies from the Marlins in exchange for Jorge Alfaro, Sixto Sanchez, Will Stewart and 205 whatever money. A lot of money. In two years so far, kind of, I guess. He's batting 276. He has 30 home runs, 95 RBIs. His slugging percentage is 504, and his on base percentage is 330. He was an all-star back in 2019, 14th in MVP voting. He won a gold glove and a silver slugger in that catching position. Yeah, he was a good pickup for the Philadelphia Phillies, and you know, unfortunately, we're not having these all-star games. He Chances are he'd probably be an all-star because, you know, it's hard to get a good catcher. And the fact of the matter is JT Real Muto is an incredible talent. Next up, we have got Trey Turner for the Washington Nationals. He was traded from the San Diego Padres all the way to the Washington Nationals. For a player, it was a three-team trade, so let me just say this. The Padres traded Jake Bowers, Birch Smith, and Rene Rivera to the Rays, and Joe Rosh to the Washington Nationals, and the Nationals traded Steven Souza and Travis Ott to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay traded Will Myers to San Diego, and the Padres also sent Trey Turner to the Nationals. Yeah, so Trey Turner, in his six years with the team, he's batted 290. He's at 66 home run, 22 RBIs, 159 stolen bases. His slugging percentage is 467, and it's on base is 347. And he finished second in Rookie of the Year voting back in 2016. So no real accolades on his trophy, but he'll get one eventually. Next up, we have got the Chicago Cubs. Their best player that they got in trade was Anthony Rizzo. Him and Zach Case were traded to the Cubs from the Padres for Andrew Kasher and Kyungmin Na. Yeah, I think you can guess who won this trade. In a total of nine years with the Cubbies, he has batted 276. He has 220 home runs, 725 RBIs. His on-base percentage is 376, and his slugging percentage is 495. He won a gold glove in 2019, 17th in MVP voting in 2018, and a gold glove, 13th in MVP voting in 2017. He was an All-Star in 2016, 15, and 14, and 
a gold glove and silver slugger in 2016 as well, and he was MV- fourth in MVP voting in 2015 and 10th in 2014 for MVP. So, yeah. I think we all know who won that trade. It was definitely, by far, the Chicago Cubs. You know, at that point, Andrew Cashner was a lost cause. And, yeah. So, next up, we have got the Cincinnati Reds. You know, they have a few good acquisitions from a trade, but there's one that stands out in front of all others. His name is Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo was an all-star last year. He was traded from the Miami Marlins to the Reds with Austin Bryce and Isaiah White to the Reds for Dan Straley. He was traded a few times, but then traded back over the course of his career. But, yeah, anyways... In four years with the Reds, he's 28 and 29. His ERA is 3.69. He has 472.2 innings pitched. He has given up 62 homers, 168 base on balls, 520 strikeouts. He was an all-star in 2019, and he was Rookie of the Year. He was eighth in Rookie of the Year voting. So, obviously, he's a good addition to that young blossoming Reds team that one day, I think it's coming soon, they're going to be in the World Series very soon. I'm calling it right now. It's not going to be this year, I don't think. But in the next few years, they're going to be a team that you're going to have to watch out for. Next up, Marlins fans, I'm sorry, I have to heartbreak you. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. This is obvious. Christian Yelich was traded from the Miami Marlins to the Brewers. For Lewis Brinson, Isan Diaz, Monte Harris, and Jordan Yamamoto. In three years so far with the Brewers, he's batting 319. He has 216 RBIs, 84 home runs, on base percentage at 408, slugging at 623. He was an all star in 2018 and 2019. He is the MVP in 2019, 18, and second in 2019 in voting. He was a silver slugger in 2018 and 2019 as well for the outfield. Yeah. That's a heartbreaker for fans of the Miami Marlins. I genuinely feel bad for you guys. Derek Jeter kind of ruined your entire gig, you know. But next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Pirates. This one was between Colin Moran and Brian Reynolds, so I picked Brian Reynolds. The Giants traded Brian Reynolds and Kyle Crick and $500,000 to the Pirates for Andrew McCutcheon and cash considerations. And in two years with the um, Pirates, he's batted 301. He has um, 68 RBI, 16 home runs, an on-base percentage of 370, and slugging at 482. Um, he's going to be a star for a few years. He was fourth in Rookie of the Year voting back last year. Yeah, I think he's got a good opportunity to be a star in the league in the next upon oh, years. So this next player right here is not good right now, but he's done so much for the team that he deserves this. Adam Wainwright was traded from the Atlanta Braves with Jason Marquis and Ray King for J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero. 
Yeah. In 15 years with the St. Louis Cardinals, Adam Wainwright is 163-95, has an ERA of 3.38. He has a total of 2,109.2 innings pitch. He has 1,781 strikeouts in his entire career. He's given up 161 long balls, 577 um, base on balls. He got, he's been second in Cy Young voting. He's been All-Star three times. He's been Gold Glove two times, and he's been a Silver Slugger for pitching once. And he's been a World Series champion with them once. He helped them in their run for the World Series back in 2013, where they unfortunately fell flat on their face against the Boston Red Sox, who, you know, I have a reason to hate them now as a Dodger fan, because they also cheated. We're just cheated out of Nikes nowadays. Next up, we've got Cattell Marte for the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Mariners traded Cattell Marte and Taiwan Rocker Walker to the Diamondbacks for Gene Segura, Mitch Haniger, and Zach Curtis. I told you guys about this trade earlier, but we're finally at the team. <laughs> it happened with the Mariners. So, in four years with the Diamondbacks, he has batted 292. He has 52 home runs, 175 RBIs on base percentage of 358, slugging at 495. He was an all-star last year, and he finished fourth in MVP voting last year as well. I think that he should have been in the top three genuinely because Cattell Marte is a beast, and I think he's going to be a beast for years to come. I have his autograph because he used to play for the Reno Aces, and, well, I got his autograph when he was in Reno Ace, bruh. Anyways, next up we got the Colorado Rockies with Herman Marquez. There wasn't that much to pick, so I had to pick him. Although, I don't think he's that good. Um, he was traded with Jake McGee to the Rockies for Corey Dickerson and Kevin Padlo. In a total of five years with the Rockies, he is 40-26. and 26. He has a 4.21 ERA. He has 578.2 uh, innings pitched. He's given up 82 home runs, 153 based on balls, and he has 594 strikeouts. He was a silver slugger back in 2018, and he finished fifth and wrote Rookie of the Year voting back in 2017. So, you know, it was the best that I could give, but um, yeah. Now, as a Dodger fan, this one was really hard to pick because obviously we got freaking David Price and Mookie bets in a trade. But they they haven't really played for the Dodgers yet. They don't have that in. But there's one dude who we traded for that has a ton of experience with us. And that's Geeky Hernandez. So that's why I picked him. But I'm giving a special shout out to Mookie Betts because he's probably the best player we have from a trade right now. Hernandez was traded to the Dodgers with Andrew Cat not Andrew Kashner, jeez, Chris Hatcher, and Austin Barnes, and Andrew Heaney for Dan Heron, D. Gordon, Miguel Rojas, and Money. In a total of six years with the Dodgers, he is batting 241. He has nine, 199 RBI, 64 home runs. He has a on-base percentage of 315, oh, slugging of 426. He doesn't have any awards on his resume, but it's obvious because this dude has been great for us for years. And, you know, I can't give it to Mookie when he's only been playing like 16 games with us. So, yeah. 
For the next team, we have got the San Diego Padres, and what an absolute steal this trade is. The Padres got him from the Chicago White Sox for James Shields. That was legit the trade. James Shields for Tatis. In two years with the San Diego Padres, two incredible years, and he's starting off this year incredible as well. He has 30 home runs. Don't get it. Remember, it's two years, and one of them is shortened. 71 RBIs, batting 320, on base percentage of 384, and slugging percentage of 618. Rookie of the year, third place. You know, if there wasn't, I think that he should have been above Mike Soroka, but if there wasn't a Pete Alonso, bro, Tatis would have freaking. He would have definitely been the rookie of the year. But obviously, it was going to be. Um, uh, Alonzo, because, I mean, have you seen what he does with the bat and how far the ball goes? I even predicted him to win the home run derby, by the way, and people didn't believe me, more specifically my parents, because Jock Peterson was in it. And then Jock Peterson and Vladdy Guerrero had this incredible round of, you know, Boom, 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 back to back to back. Probably one of the greatest home run derbies I've ever been seen. And, yeah. Anyways, the final team, the San Francisco Giants. The Giants got him from the Orioles for Tyler Erb. And, and so far, two years, kind of, remember... One of them is shortened. He's batting 200 and 275. He has 67 RBIs, 25 home runs, on base percentage of 351, slugging of 529. You know, he was the best the Giants had that they got from a trade. So that's all I got to say. Thank you so much for listening. It would be very considerate of you if you could leave us with a five-star rating. That would be very considerate, and I would enjoy that. Um, the next one's going to be coming out tomorrow if you want to watch. We're going to be talking about all the scoring events, anything that happens in the news across the league. And um, I will be your coverage for trade deadline rumors and stuff. So have a nice day, everyone. Goodbye.